Hello and welcome to this week's show, and we find ourselves in the capable hands of... Um, wait a minute, I'll rephrase that. We find ourselves in the hands of the most incompetent police officer the world has ever known. Yes, it's Inspector Jacques Clouseau in The Pink Panther Strikes Again. From China and Germany, from France and England, from Russia and the United States, the world's deadliest assassins have joined forces for a single sinister purpose. Who brought them together and why? I brought them together to destroy the most dangerous man in the world. That incredible idiot. That stumbling, bumbling menace to society. <laughs> Inspector Jacques Clouseau. He's back again. Peter Sellers as Inspector Clouseau. Mark my words, Francois. Sinister forces are at work. In his latest, greatest, most baffling case, the Pink Panther strikes again. Never before has his mind been more brilliant. But that's a priceless Steinway. Not anymore. His women more beautiful. Do you think that you could fall in love with an ex-Russian agent? His enemies more evil. No. Behind the walls of this ancient fortress, a madman has created a doomsday machine. Ignition! He has threatened to destroy the world unless the world destroys Clouseau. It's Clouseau! Kill him! Could it be possible? Can it be true? Will this be the end of the world's greatest detective? You'll find out when the Pink Panther strikes again. Peter Sellers and director Blake Edwards have a joint love for physical comedy. Through Cluzo, they can satisfy many of their childhood comedic needs, and through Sellers, they really do come to life. But in 1976, Peter Sellers wasn't as fit as he once was. His health was always a concern, and this film would provide many physical challenges. Comedic farce is always a challenge, and often the stuntman shares the same amount of screen time as the actor. When writing these gags, Blake Edwards seldom enjoys his own work, as he explains here. I always have a sense of apprehension. I always do. I always get very nervous, and the adrenaline gets going, just like... The stunt guy, maybe not as much. I sit there and I, I have no control over it at all, other than that I cooked it up. You know, I perpetrated this thing, and he could damn well get hurt by it. So I live in, for a few moments, of great apprehension, fear, if you will. Luckily, Sellers was doubled by a man who knew him very well indeed, and the audience never knew the difference. Until now, that is. Stuntman Joe Dunn. Joe Dunn and Blake Edwards have worked together on 17 occasions. Seven of those were Pink Panther films and five where Joe was Peter Sellers' stunt double. His ability to become Sellers is the greatest lesson any stunt double can give a newcomer starting out in the business. Watch Sellers' movement in the character. Watch Dunn doing the physical action. You can't tell them apart. 
When you're doubling for someone in a comedy, you should really try and look like them physically. Because comedy, you've got to take their little mannerisms and you've got to put that in, otherwise the stunt means nothing. Doubling for someone like Peter Sellers, who's a very funny man and walks funny and, uh, and was in all different disguises, you had to try and get into his part as well. That's the most difficult part, I think. A sequence where Clouseau is trying to break into the castle, where the madman Dreyfus has the professor and his daughter held captive, sees Joe Dunn doubling Sellers in all the physical action. He falls into the moat on a number of occasions and is hit by the drawbridge and has his kayak sunk when the drawbridge comes down as he tries to pass under it. All of this is Joe Dunn, and the addition of Sellers' face at the end of each shot gives the impression he's done it himself. That's how good Joe Dunn is as a stunt double. Blake Edwards also insists on a sense of humour on set, can you imagine what these films would have been like if everyone was straight-faced and miserable? This also happens on certain stunt sequences. For the film Trail of the Pink Panther, Dreyfus is recalling a dream he had to his beautiful bikini-clad companion. He is free of Clouseau and decides to celebrate with a morning swim in the pool. He bounces on the diving board, takes the classic swan dive position, and lands flat on the surface of the water and doesn't move. The pool has been filled with jelly. Jello, the American name for it, and mentioned in this comment from Joe Dunn. I was getting interviewed by some English paper and they said to me, you know, uh, what's going to happen? I said, well, a guy's going to dive into this pool of jello. And they said, uh, well, how do you do that? I mean, as I was an expert on diving into jello, and nobody had ever done this, you know. And I said, uh, well, I said, you just dive off the board and you hit the jello and you come to a dead stop. He said, but how are you going to get him out? I said, well, he'll eat his way to the shallow end. And he's right in this town. He thought it was fantastic. Stuntman Roy Alon doubling for Herbert Lom during this gag and the surrounding crew members, who included Rocky Taylor and Greg Powell, all thought he'd broken his back as he hit the surface because he hit it with such force. But he lived to double again. He was always partial to jelly. I wonder if this is where that love affair started. I have it. Thank you. A scene that was cut from the film and ended up in Trail of the Pink Panther was Clouseau's arrival in London. He's disguised, obviously, as a man on crutches with two broken legs and a broken arm. Clearly, because he doesn't want to attract attention to himself. <clears throat> anyway, as he starts to disembark, the crutches he's using for balance slip away from him and he begins to fall forwards down the plane steps to the ground below. Along the way, he collects some of the other passengers, who include stuntman Nosha Powell, who's thrown over the side of the steps, and stuntwoman Dorothy Ford, who's thrown to the bottom. One interesting factor here is actress Joanna Dixon, who plays a large lady who pushes past Clouseau at the top of the steps. She's also hit by Clouseau as he falls, but she's doubled for this shot by stuntman Billy Horrigan, who at the bottom in a separate shot now plays a member of airline crew. Clouseau is taken by waiting Scotland Yard police, but he's not Clouseau, remember? <laughs> Inspector Clouseau, I'm uh, Drummond from Scotland Yard. I am André Bétheur, mustard salesman from Dijon. Also, it wouldn't be a Pink Panther film without the continued struggle that is employee versus employer. 
Yes, Kato is once again trying to keep Cluzo's martial arts skills sharp by attacking him anywhere and at any time. For years, these scenes have been the ones that many fans remember most of all, and we know that Joe Dunn doubled for Peter Sellers, but you may not know that stuntman Malcolm Weaver doubled for Bert Kwok on a number of occasions throughout the series. This film is no exception, and at the end of the film, we see Cluzo, who's just about to have his cake and eat it, with the Russian assassin played by the even lovelier Leslie Ann Down. Cato springs his attack. The huge bed they're fighting upon springs back up to the wall where it had come from a few moments earlier, crashes through the wall, and throws all three occupants down into the water below, a fall of some 40 feet. Now, on this occasion, Rocky Taylor was doubling Peter Sellers, Malcolm Weaver doubling Bert Kwok, and Dorothy Ford doubling Leslie Ann Down. This was all filmed at Shepperton Studios, and the water tank wasn't that deep, about seven to eight feet maximum. Rocky fell wrapped in a blanket and remembered hitting the bottom quite hard, leaving a good-sized bruise on his back. But it was all in a day's work. Remember, anything can happen when Clouseau is around. Join me on Friday for the YouTube show to find out more about this extraordinary film. Well, that's it for this week. We hope you've enjoyed it. And join us again next week for more of the same. Until then, it's bye for now. <laughs>